Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Mac and Cheese. This is your host, Ruby McClellan. Mac being me and cheese being the word of God. I want to thank each one of you for listening to uh, our podcast. It certainly is a pleasure to minister to you and to try to give you some information. Right now, we're talking about the end times. And on today, our lesson will be about the Bema seat. And maybe you like me, I've been in church most of my life. I never heard anybody talk about the Bema seat. But I did hear them talk about rewards being given out in heaven. Not, they would say we would get a crown. And basically, that's what the Bema seat is about. Um, it's one of the most prominent doc doctrines of the New Testament, the doctrine of reward and the judgment seat of Christ. It is a doctrine often ignored, and it certainly was, praise God. Within the church today, there exists considerable confusion and debate regarding the exact nature of the examination at the judgment of at the judgment seat of Christ. And I remember going to countless plays, and they would have where uh, God was telling people, "You." Go to your heavenly reward and you are condemned to hell. But it won't quite be that way. Uh, the judgment seat of Christ is when the church has been raptured. And that's the reason why we're doing this Bema seat, because it, it is the next event after the rapture. And the church has left the earth. With Jesus Christ, when he comes, well, he, he comes in the clouds and we go meet him there in the clouds and our bodies are changed and we receive uh, uh, a, a better body. And I'm looking forward to that and we'll uh, be with him in uh, the heavenlies. I don't know quite where we'll be with him, but Thank God is with him. And those are all the believers. Now, the Bema seat is where we get our reward. That's the event that happens, uh, the next event after we get there. And it's something to me, I would compare it with graduation services. And of course, it'll be more than that and more glorious. But when people, uh, everybody that's at the graduation, that's name is on the list, you know your name is going to be called and that you're going to graduate. However, there will be some students at the graduation that will receive extra rewards. I remember one time having a little gold tassel on my cap and 
golden cord around my neck. And it was given to me, you know, like you give out merits. But God has a way of doing things that's different than on earth. He'll be handing out rewards, but it will be just about whatever your life was about here on earth. Now, some things we think are real important because they took a lot of effort. They cost us a lot of stress. But some things, those works that we did here on earth, a lot of them will be burned up. You hear that? God rewards people for faithfulness and uh, how kind you were to your neighbor and your uh, people that were sick and uh, different things. And he has rewards that will be handed out, but there won't be any jealousy or shame and whatever. I think maybe that these new bodies that we'll receive, he'll take all of that garbage that's in us out. And nobody will have to be walking around in heaven shame because you didn't get the same ward that Susie got or um, that you, uh, you just be glad to be there. I'll say it that way. That's what I meant by graduating. You know, you're going to graduate and it feels good that you're going to graduate. You just didn't get what uh, Susie and John received extra. So, uh, this, but this is tremendously serious and it has, and it's with eternal ramification. The judgment seat of Christ is not a place and time when the Lord will mete out punishments for sin committed by the child of God. And that's one of the benefits that we receive when you give your life to God down here on earth. That's the reason why we're saying do it now while you got a time, while you have an opportunity, because uh, when we give our life to Christ, all past sins are wiped out just like they never happened. <laughs> uh, some of the sins that we've committed have consequences. We might have to uh, deal with the consequences. Suppose you caught a disease or something uh, while you were sinning. Let's just say that. And uh, you might have to deal with that consequence. But the sin part, God just wipes it all out. And then there's other scriptures Depending on you, how you believe, I believe it's Psalms 103 that says he'll heal us of our diseases. So it's 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 wonderful serving God. And I encourage you to do it and don't wait, you know, do it today. Um, there's. It's it's just a wonderful thing that God does to us, the transformation. The transformation is awesome. And um, I don't want to run down a rabbit hole. I'll go back to what I was saying. Uh, that these 
the things that we will in, in, uh, receive, the rewards are serious. And God won't be giving out punishment then because the child of God, all his punishment, as I said, they've been wiped away. And not only did, does he bless us with the thing, wiping away the past, he takes care of the present and the future in case you were stumble. You know, that's forgiven too. So it won't be any punishment um, for your sins to the child of God. Those that leave here in the rapture, rather it is a place where rewards will be given or lost, depending on how one has used his or her life for the Lord. Now, we all have an opportunity. And just because Jane didn't use hers and Sue did, Sue gets her reward. But Jane had the opportunity. In 1 Thessalonians 2 and 19 and 20, the apostle Paul drew courage and was motivated by the fact of reward at the return of the Lord for the church, which he mentioned in every chapter in this epistle and became and become the primary subject of Second Thessalonians. If you get a chance, read those two books. The Lord returns and what this means not only to the world, but to us individually is a very prominent subject of the New Testament. And if you uh, read Re Revelation, it is, uh, if you find in the final uh, chapter in the last book, we'll find these words of the Lord. Revelation 22 and 12 says, Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. Those are what I'm talking about. You will have received your Bema reward to render to every man according to what he has done. And they get that word Bema from, if you've ever seen the movie about uh, the Passion Week and um, uh, I think Hercules, not Hercules, um, Pomp Pompous, oh, the names are going from me. Uh, when, when he's trying to uh, judge Christ and he tells him he don't want anything to do with him and he's going to wash, wash his hands of it. Uh, if you notice that he was up on a raised platform and he was sitting there and the people were below and that's called a beam of seat. It's kind of something like um, the church is a little bit pattern after that. The pulpit is always raised up higher than the people. And that is where the name come from. Uh, but I guess it, it was something that was supposed to come forth. Uh, while salvation is a gift, there are rewards given for faithfulness in the Christian life. 
and loss of rewards for being for unfaithfulness. Now we can all be faithful, but sometimes uh, people don't choose to be. Rewards become one of the great motives of the Christian life or should. But we need to understand the nature of these rewards to understand the nature of the motivation. Some people are troubled by the doctrine of rewards because this seems to suggest merits instead of grace. And because it is pointed out, we should only serve the Lord out of love and for God's glory. It's not a competition thing. Or it's not because you're trying to get attention. At least it shouldn't be for you to be nice to for you to love people. It just should be out of the out of your heart that you really want to be that. And that's the way we recognize you as a Christian by the love that you had. Of course, we should serve the Lord out of love and for God's glory and understand the nature of reward will help us do that. But the fact still remains that the Bible promised us rewards and the Bible is the truth and we'll get rewards. God gives us salvation. It is a gift through faith, but he rewards us for good works. God graciously supplies the means by which we may serve him. Indeed, <laughs> he works in us both to will and to do as we volitionally appropriate his grace. But the decision to serve and the diligent employed in doing so are our responsibility and our contribution. And God sees this as rewardable. Um, I wanted to read you some scriptures. That... Uh, I think will be beneficial to both of us. Some of the rewards will be the promise of the crown, the promise of heavenly treasure, the promise of accolades or commendation, the promise to overcomers. And many of us have had different sins and things in our lives. And being an overcomer, nobody knows what that takes for another person to deny themselves um, to overcome. Some people have been on drugs and we can say all we want to say, but God helps them. And only God knows what that person went through to uh, receive a reward. There will be uh, there's a promise of special responsibilities and authorities of the Lord's possession. The crown of the New Testament. These, this, these are just some of the things that 
I wanted to share with you on today. A crown of exaltation and rejoicing. And a lot of people will be getting that reward because a lot of people just love to praise God and to uh, rejoice. And the incorruptible crown, the crown of life, the crown of righteousness, the crown of glory. And but even even with all these crowns that we might receive. When it all comes down to in 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 the heavenlies, we'll cast all our crowns that we receive at Christ's feet because he really and truly is the only one that deserves a crown. And the longer you stay in Christ, you'll understand what I'm saying because we can do nothing without him. And I pray that You've been uh, a little enlightened about the Bema Seat, and uh, it's something that uh, each one of us should recognize and remember in this life, in this walk with God, and maybe it'll make you be a little kinder to your neighbor, and that you'll do it from your heart. Some, Some of our children can be kinder to their parents. You don't know what struggle your parents had raising you. Maybe they didn't share that with you. But uh, let God's light shine through you in the future and right now. I thank you for listening to me. This lesson uh, was a little short, but it. I said what I had to say. And uh, again, want to thank you for listening. And those of you that uh, would like to leave a comment, you can go to my website. It's www.macandcheesepodcast.com. And if you decide to leave a donation, you can click on that first uh, sentence that you see that says read more, and it'll take you to a donation sheet. I don't normally mention donations because God has supplied me with the monies to pay Buzzsprout each month. The first three months were free, but I've been paying them out of my pocket. And uh, I don't mind that. I don't mind paying to minister to you if that's the Lord's will. But if he suggested to you, I'm asking that you would uh, assist me. And I would be very grateful. Also, I have a cash app. And it's dollar sign 2806, capital R, capital M, capital J. And I'll be praying for you and asking that uh, 
you pray for me. And we will pray together for uh, Ukraine and for the peace in Jerusalem. I always include that in my prayer because God asked us to pray for Jerusalem. And, and I've added Ukraine, those people, their freedom is being taken away from them and they've lost their homes and their life as they know it. But prayer changes things. And if you bow your head with me, we'll just say a little short prayer. God hears the long ones and the short ones. And we bow our heads in prayer and ask God, you are ever-present help in the time of trouble. And we thank you. And God, we can look to you. We can look to you for help. And we're asking for our sister countries so that they can be blessed. We are asking that you would intervene in the war that's going on in Ukraine, between Ukraine and Russia. Let them come to some peaceful, peaceful um, situations and be able to work things out and that you would uh, lift them. We lift them up in prayer. We lift every uh, resident of that country up in prayer, those families, the lives that have been lost, uh, they belong to somebody. They belong to some family. And we're asking you to touch those families. And let above everything, God, we pray that your will would be done and that their freedom would be restored and their lives and homes would be peace. Peace, we speak peace, 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 peace in the atmosphere, peace in their surroundings. Let them have peace in their heart and let them know that God's will will be done and that they can keep believing. And we thank you again for listening to us. And we thank you in advance for anything that you would share with us, whether it be word or finance. I love hearing from you. It gives me, it, it builds me up and it gives me a boost to keep on trying. I love God and I know that you do too. And we'll see you next time. God bless. <music>